Hey, Sean. Hey, David. Have you ever ordered furniture online? Uh, yes, and it didn't end well. Yes, I'm starting to learn this. We ordered a couch, one of these modular couches. Uh, you might have heard the brand called Cozy. Yes, I have. Yeah, so we ordered that, and it's essentially you can build, you could build a 100-foot couch if you wanted because you just buy each piece together. So we ordered one, and it shipped, and it was supposed to arrive today. Now, it was shipped in six different boxes. Only one showed up. Oh, no. (laughs) So I'm following the tracking. Something, one of them was in Thunder Bay. One of them was, or like four of them were in Toronto. One of them went to Winnipeg. Another one went to Sudbury. And uh, one was delivered today. Damn. And I thought Uh, I had it bad with the mail. (laughs) And on top of that, we have had torrential downpours all week and extreme flooding. And I just want a new couch so that I can relax and, and listen to this episode of the Seen on Screen podcast. Demuji, everyone. Welcome, <laughs> welcome to the Seat on Screen podcast, where sometimes you type weird things in the chat, and I don't know why that happened. This is our intro for a second time. Now, it's funny, because David last week was like, oh, it's not going to show up in post, and what's the first thing I heard in post? That. I didn't hear it. I did. It like happened right away. So it's funny. I don't know why it's doing that. I'm probably going to have to delete the file and re-add it, but fuck yeah, it. Yeah, whatever. How it's a new are gag. you? Well, other than not having a couch. Okay, so the couch we got, you know, I don't know how they all have that long lounging s- section now. Most The chaise? Couches. Is that what it's called? The chaise? The chaise lounger. Yeah, so we the only thing that showed up was the cushion for that. Nice. You guys could have, like build a fort as it comes in. Well, that's the thing is we don't even have enough cushions to even start building a fort. Do you do you remember my fiasco with my couch from that unnamed company? No. We ordered an entire living room set for our apartment and we got an amazing deal when we moved. So it was like ooh, it was right at the just before the pandemic actually like took a stranglehold on our lives. So we got this apartment in February 2020 and we bought this couch set as part of a New Year's sale. So we bought it mid-January. Got a couch, tables, chairs, two lamps, and a rug for like just under eleven hundred dollars. It was a, a steal of a deal. Oh yeah, that's pretty good. And you've seen rugs the rugs alone are expensive. Yeah, the well, we we boozled the rug in. Oh, we, nice. we 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 got that in. One lampshade came completely destroyed. There was a like an actual dent in the arm of the couch that made the couch not functional. Uh, One of the tables had two of the wrong legs. It was a disaster. And it took, it was like pulling teeth, getting all this stuff corrected. They had to like replace the couch. They're like, Oh, just gently use the couch. We'll get you a new couch in two weeks. Like, Oh, are you fucked? I don't (laughs) want to sit on this thing. You're going to blame me for breaking it. Yeah. Right. 
that's the thing about like buying furniture and having it delivered. It's always like super. I'm always worried that it's going to be completely damaged. Right. We bought a barbecue the other week and we got it from Walmart. Now, before people are yelling at me saying, why would you buy a barbecue from Walmart? It was actually a decent brand. It was a Cuisinart one. Heavy duty. Uh, pretty significant. Good reviews, all that stuff, right? Uh, so Buddy brings it up to the front because he had to take it off of the, the pallet and move it up for us. And there's a big freaking hole like right in the side of the box. And <laughs> I look at it and I'm like, what's this? He's like, oh, it's just the cardboard. I'm like, literally something would have had to puncture this box to actually tear a hole into the side of this cardboard. I'm like, can you go get another one? Because I don't want to open this up and then have a huge dent in the side of this barbecue and then have to pack it, pack it all up and bring it back. And he was like, oh, you sure? I'm like, yes, I'm sure. Right. Like no one's going to want to buy that at full price if if it's potentially dented. And that's like with the rain and everything that's going on right now. And we're having a couch delivered. And like these aren't small boxes either, right? Like, sure, there's it'd be like Lego blocks. Oh man, can you imagine like massive <laughs> Lego blocks the size of couches? Anyways, and with all the rain, and the the perlator guy just left this on our porch. Like, luckily I live fairly close to home so that once I saw the delivery notification, I can just uh run home and put it in there, but they could have left it in our carport that is covered in your car hole and the car hole, but uh, no, just left it on there. So now I'm, I'm worried that in the next like two days, we're going to get more rain and then I'm going to have six big ass boxes or sorry, five big ass boxes just thrown in front of my front door. And one, I won't be able to get in my house and two, they're going to be completely soaked and damaged, but, and three, a deer will be buried underneath it or burrowed. <laughs> a deer will like open one up, get in the box, close it up just so that they can try and sneak into the house and get some snacks. So um, I know we haven't done a bad thing in a while, but you posted something in our group chat today. And uh, I think it warrants a little bit of a bad thing. Maybe we don't have to play the song, but I got to say your Lego collection in the Star Wars genre is becoming very very impressive. It is. And you know what? I can't even stop it. And then next week, there'll be like Obi-Wan music. I'm talking over the music. Purposely. <laughs> I'm justified. Um, <laughs> yeah, we're talking about Star Wars, and that's one of the best Star Wars songs. Um, yeah, I actually recently, my Star Wars collection has doubled. Actually, no, it hasn't. That would be a lot all at once. No, I got the new uh, Star Wars diorama Lego sets. They, they all look cool. Up. They do. Actually, the bo- like they they look even cooler in person. Like the boxes, at least. Um, I haven't put them together yet. I I don't really have a a, a display area for them specifically. Um, that is requires another trip to IKEA. <laughs> but uh, the we ordered them on the May the 4th, the Star Wars us? Day sale. 
Um, and I got a few extra free goodies with the purchase. I got a mini set for the, um, what is it called? Uh, the Lars like family homestead. It's like Luke's Luke's, uh, aunt and uncle, like where he grew up that little thing. And I have the perfect addition for that one. Cause it's just, uh, has, what is it? Aunt brew or something like that. Uncle mm-hmm. Owen and yeah, Uncle Aunt Owen, Brew. Aunt Beru. So it's missing Aunt Beru, or sorry, it's missing Uncle Owen. So it's just Aunt Beru, but uh, I know who I'm going to put in there to complete the set. And I feel like it was destiny the way that they did this. Um, I'm definitely, don't worry, I'm not going to tell you right now. It's going to go up on our Instagram and probably our TikTok if I can figure out how to do that. Um, but. Uh. <laughs> Ever the, the struggle of us learning TikTok. I know, right? Um, and I, it makes us sound so old, right? Yeah, like, it's just some like we're used to a digi- different type of digital media. That's all. I know, I know. But we're um, excited to see it. That's for yeah. Sure. And the coolest thing ever. I will. Uh, I will take some high res photos and post them up on our Instagram. They came, or it included a keychain of. Uh, a block of Beskar. That's cool. Yeah. And it has, so, you know, like at the beginning of Mandalorian, how he gets paid in like the Beskar or whatever. Yep. Uh, and it's like the Imperial credits, how they're in like the block with the Imperial symbol on it. And so it looks like that it's, it's solid. I don't know what it is. It's like some sort of metal of source, but it's like, it's hefty. It's heavy. So I'm really excited for that one too. But, uh, yeah, I was just more, jealous more of all later. the helmets you had. Like, I only have the stormtrooper, and it's still in the box. Really? Yeah, I just haven't had uh, time to really build it, and we're like trying to figure out if we're going to move or not. So I just don't want to put mm. another Lego together. Well, the nice thing about um, Lego, is, and if you have to move, you can take the time to disassemble it, and then you get to build it all over again. Yeah, but then you have to like put it back in like. I mean, I guess you could just look through a big pile and make it more challenging. But yeah, that's all I did. We have the friend sets and we don't want to take those apart. We're going to put them in probably a a nice plastic bin and then put them on display again. They're sweet. Yeah, just taking them apart and then build it again. And it's more exciting when you have the big pile. It feels more satisfying when you like are digging through a pile of Lego bricks and then you find that one that you're looking for. I guess you 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 might be right. Yeah. Do do you know what? Do you know what doesn't look? Actually, it is probably as appealing as a large pile of bricks right now. The She-Hulk <laughs> trailer dropped. A large pile of bricks is more appealing than She-Hulk. Um, so I was curious about She-Hulk because I knew they were having some issues with recording it. And I'm getting some very early Sonic the Hedgehog vibes. Um, in oh, yeah. the, the crowd reaction is very not happy with the CGI. Uh, yeah. even like Banner didn't look great, you know, like it just it's like doesn't TV look budget good. Almost. It feels like it's just TV budget and they shouldn't be doing that. Yeah. It like Marvel's got, I think Marvel has this setup now where it's like, you're going to hit on some and you're going to miss on some. And this one looks like it's going to be one hell of a miss. Yes, because for multiple reasons. One, like you said, the CGI does not look very right. And and that was the first thing that I said to you after I watched it. Like it just 
it doesn't look good. Like it looks obvious that it's CG. Whereas in the the Avengers movies, when Hulk, when Bruce Banner was the Hulk, he didn't look overly CG. Yeah, right? he looked like, like the Hulk. Yeah, he looked more realistic, like he actually fit in. Whereas She Hulk, she, I don't know what it is specifically. Maybe it's because they're they're trying to make her look softer right like continue to be like extremely feminine looking but also hulkish and then it just doesn't really work and then it looks like she's it it almost looks like early 2000s cg where it kind of stands out obviously from the background and everything else right yeah like even the even the scene where they're like bruce banner's talking to um my God, I already forgot her name. Um, Jessica Walter, you're like, this looks bad. This looks not good. And when she's mm-hmm. transforming, it's like, what am I watching? Am I like, I feel I'm getting Scorpion King vibes. <laughs> yeah, but Scorpion King was. I don't no, know. the the rock <laughs> stuff was awful. Yeah, it was. It was. And like the rock is all or sorry, the rock. Wow. The Hulk is also scared. Like what? I, I don't understand. I feel like it just in sheer size, Hulk could take out She-Hulk. Like, because She-Hulk, she just turns into a, a a taller green woman. Yeah. This this looks bad. I will watch the first episode as I always do. But this looks bad. And it makes me well, sad. Well, you'll probably watch all of them, but it'll you'll force yourself through like we do with... Uh, like we did with uh, what was the one, <laughs> the arrow guy? Oh, Hawkeye. Hawkeye had to force I, it through that. I one. enjoyed parts of Hawkeye. I thought Haley Steinfeld was really good in that. Parts show. like I'm not saying like the whole thing was bad. Like yeah, parts of it were were bad, but I think as a whole, Hawkeye was severely lacking. It was literally just there to set up that one character. Um, and I don't think it did justice for Hawkeye. And and his character, right? Well, they were but, trying to retire him, right? Yeah. Which still, like, you'd think that they would do a better job. But what's like, what's the story behind She-Hulk? She's an attorney. She's a lawyer. Okay, so now, what's the? She just wants to be a lawyer and drive well, they, her car. They, and they had to double up, right? Because they already have Matt Murdock, and now they also have her. Who's so Matt? She Murdock? became uh, Daredevil. Oh yeah, because he was Daredevil was brought into Spider Man. Spider Man, that's right. Yeah. So Walters is a lawyer who, after an injury, received an emergency blood transfusion from her cousin Bruce Banner and acquired a milder version of the Hulk condition. As so here's such, the question: Why did she need a blood transfusion from Bruce Banner? There are millions of people out there that donate blood that they could give just regular old blood, and I pretty sure that bruce banner would not qualify as a proper blood donor due to his condition you know what they're called comic books and comic books don't make a ton of sense she is a highly skilled lawyer who becomes a superhero by accident she frequently leverages her legal and personal experience to serve as a legal uh, counsel to various superheroes and they they do mention that in the trailer 
that she is going to be a lawyer for superheroes. Yeah. So I see how this will t- like kind of tie into the Thunderbolts or whatever they're going to do with all the like. Remember the crappy Captain America agent uh, 46? What was his name? Agent Carter. No, 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 no. The the guy who played Captain America for like two episodes. No. Nope. Wyatt Russell, U.S. agent. That's what his name. Oh, was. yeah, 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 yeah. That I think I think she's going to be representing Kmart, those Captain can- America. Kmart. Not America's ass, Captain America. <laughs> Either way, at this point in time, I'm not holding my breath. I will watch the first episode when it comes out, and I'll see how I feel. Um, yeah. I think, and I, I'm going to get into this at a later episode after I do a little bit more research, but the internet is starting to get a little upset with Marvel, and I'm starting to agree. Phase 4 is not what I thought it could be based off the first three phases. You know, well, so phase three ended at Avengers Endgame, right? Or yeah. well, Endgame technically, was a- the epilogue was No Way Home. No, Far From Home, Far From Home, Far From Home. Okay, that's fair. But in, it, either way, that's still. So I feel like phase four, what they're doing now is they're relying too heavily on Disney Plus and the TV series and the TV shows. Which, sure, you have more time to flesh out compelling stories and and characters and introduce us. So instead of doing it over two and a half hours, you have roughly six hours, right? Yeah. But the thing is, is that they're 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 falling into the same old TV problems where they have six hours but they don't have six hours of legitimate content. So they drag things out. And, you know, there's a, there's a lot of filler in some of these, these things. Now, Moon Knight just came hot off the press. And there was something about that one that was, that was different. I think part of what helped Moon Knight is because it was a character that nobody really knew anything about. We didn't even really expect that it was coming until like it sure it was announced, but we didn't really know anything about it. Right. Yeah. The hardcore fans knew, but yeah. But the thing is, is the Marvel movies sure. Like they, they are there for the hardcore fans, but they're also, everything's kind of designed for the average, you know, just, I like superhero movie fan. Right. So sure. They have to dumb things down and explain stuff, but they do have the Easter eggs for, for the hardcore fans. But moon Knight was something where they did a, the pacing was pretty good. And because they're introducing a new character, they did so much within those six episodes to explain the character and make you care about them, but then left enough right at the very end to continue that story on and adds like uh, another layer of like, Oh shit. Like this is, this is cool. Like I want to see more of this. Whereas with she Hulk, well, first off the name is stupid attorney at law. Okay. So right away, this doesn't really feel like uh it's gimmicky. It's going to be a superhero movie or show, right? I get the sense of more of a dumb and dumber Jim Carrey kind of thing. Right, like it, it just has that kind of comedic title to it. She Hulk, Attorney at Law, right? Like it just doesn't have the the same ring as other other shows and movies have. And then the trailer doesn't really do anything to 
get me excited. Like there's nothing that shows us any real, there's no concern for the character. No, there's no right? like, like stress or anything either. Right? right. It's not like there's something happened and now, oh my God, there's this, this evil person. Because as far as we know, the evil ones are the law, <laughs> the judges with the gavels. Right, like the, the bad people. They're the okay. bad ones. Let me ask you some questions here, okay? So, right. in honor of our favorite game, which we may have an episode coming up in the next few weeks of a little little game called Cash or Crap, um, we're going to do Phase Four as it stands right now, okay? So, anything that's come out, you can say Cash or Crap, and then anything that hasn't come out, you can just say Interested or Not, okay? All right. So, starting from just films. Because Phase 4 is the first crossover. I don't know why they don't have it as Phase 4 and Phase 5, but we'll try our best. Black Widow. I would agree. Shang-Chi. Cash. Cash. Eternals. Crap. Steaming pile of runny crap. That was like, uh, yeah, that was like, uh, you. <laughs> that was trusting a fart. That's what that one was. A shart. Um, yeah. Spider-Man No Way Home. Cash. Quite easily cash. Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. I haven't seen it. I'm going to say cash on the caveat that you haven't seen it, but also it's it's more pass. It's a good movie that has flaws. Yeah, Thor- I've, I've heard. Thor Love and Thunder. Interested or pass? Uh, very interested. Okay, same. Black Panther Wakanda Forever. Um, I don't know much about that one, so... Can we have like a middle of the road? Like it sure, could go sure, either sure. way. Because <laughs> that's where I'm at with that one. Yeah. Um, so Black Panther for me, I think I'm I'm very excited just to see it because it's supposed to be a tribute film to Chadwick Boseman. So that's that'll fair. be cool. Um, Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania. Uh again, cash or or I guess excited to see. Yeah. Same. I think that's that's where Kang the Conqueror finally comes out. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. I'm going to see it, but I'm cautiously I'm, optimistic. Yeah, that I'm cautiously optimistic to know because like the last one was OK, but I don't know. OK, and I feel then, like the Guardians storyline kind of ended with with uh, Avengers. Yeah, and Gamora dying type of thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, the Marvels. Uh, I am not interested, but I'll see it. Now the other, the ones that haven't been announced for times yet are Fantastic Four and Blade. I'm leaving it. Fantastic Four, no thanks. Blade, I'm gonna watch that just because I like the Blade character. Yeah, Fantastic Four, fool me once, right? And Blade, <laughs> I kind of want to see what happens with Kit Car- Harrington from the end of the Internals. I'm pretty sure uh, Fantastic Four was like a fool me twice. Well, the first movie was good. The second one sucked. The third one was really bad. Um. TV series, WandaVision, yes or no? No. Falcon and the Winter Soldier, yes or no? <sighs> like reluctantly watch. So WandaVision, yes. Falcon and the Winter Soldier, I wasn't a huge fan of. Yeah. Uh, Loki. Yes. Uh, Cash, loved it. Yep, Cash. Um, what if? What if? Now, that was, a, that was like a 50-50. That one's hard to say because each episode was so different. Yes, and I don't see how it really fits into the phase unless you're talking completely Doctor Strange. Hawkeye. I think I think that's what it more a Hawkeye crap. 
Okay. Moon Knight. Moon Knight Cash. Ms. Marvel. Ms. Marvel? Uh, the main character of the Avengers game. Yeah, no, I... I'm ca- I'm cautiously optimistic of that one. Yeah, and then listen to what else they're releasing in this phase four. She-Hulk, Attorney at Law. Meh. I am Groot. Meh. Echo. Don't know anything about that. That's the deaf girl from Hawkeye. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Secret Invasion. Yes, okay, sign me up for that one. What's Ironheart. Secret Invasion? It's the Skrulls. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that looks cool. Ironheart. Uh, Apparently, Ironheart. She's the female Iron Man. Oh yeah, that's right. Riri Williams. Yeah, that's right. Um, Armor Wars. That's I don't know the, what any of these the are. Roadie TV series. Roadie. the House. Uh, yeah, like um, Colonel Rhodes, War Machine. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. This is this is the problem, man. This is the freaking problem. Agatha, House of Harkness. They're doing a spinoff show with her. So that'll be interesting because we know if it's a prequel, we know what happens to her. If it's it's a sequel, sequel, we have no idea. We have no idea what's going on. Um, Spider-Man, freshman year or freshman. Yeah, freshman year. That is the cartoon. That's I was going to say that's is that uh, Miles Morales or is that? Toby Maguire. I mean, uh, Peter Parker. <laughs> Peter Parker. I, I think it's Peter Parker. And okay. finally, the television special that we're all looking forward to. Star Wars Guardians Star- of- Christmas special. Might as well be because it's the <laughs> Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special. So it's literally Star Wars. Is Hold on. Is it live action? Yeah. Oh, my God. That's going to be brutal. I'm pretty sure. So. What, what we're saying is 50% excitement. That's terrible. Yeah, like they're they're adding too many characters, too many stories. And I feel like the the money that they would that they have to invest in these shows is being divided up too thinly. Marvel is becoming too unaccessible. And they're trying to be I I almost feel like they're trying to be too PC with um, bringing in a lot of kind of obscure, not obscure characters, but different characters to just to say that they have a character of this type, this ethnicity, this gender, this um, belief of, of sorts, whatever it may be. Right. Um, and I'm not saying that these characters don't have them, but it's like, what can we do to attract more people who want to see more female superheroes that are, you know, in the spotlight? What can we do to attract more people who are want to see like a Jewish superhero, for example, like uh, Moon Knight, right? Mm-hmm. And I've I've watched these things and I've heard comments where it's like they make such a big deal about these types of characters or these new characters that they bring in or these specific features of them, of them that it takes away from the fact that like the, the original movies like in phase one through three were essentially like these were people who either were highly trained and this is their, how they became that or something happened to them and they were everyday people that got these superpowers or, or, how they are super rich and they have all of this money and equipment and stuff like that. Right. Whereas 
it's almost as if there has to, there's like an agenda going on for for these ones and it just doesn't feel like you said it's not accessible well the accessibility also lies within the fact that there it's the first 22 films was a saga right mm-hmm. you you kind of knew you had to watch like the the core avengers to get into these movies and then they started sprinkling in adding doctor strange adding ant-man all that kind of stuff right mm-hmm. didn't think much of it now they're like as you said they're adding so much but like I could not tell anybody what movies you possibly need to see for Thor. Actually, that one's pretty simple. You'd need to see Guardian, the Guardians movies. You'd need to see the Thor movies. You'd need to see probably Infinity War and Endgame. That's it. You need to watch eight movies. Mm-hmm. Not bad. Not bad at all, right? The Marvels? We have no idea what timeline that's going to be part of. Doctor Strange? I'm not going to spoil it, but... All the prepare, uh, the preparation you would have done for that movie was practically unnecessary. Watch Doctor Strange one, The Avengers, and that's it. You don't have to watch anything. Fucking jack shit. The The Avengers, really? Yeah, the, literally, you just need to watch Endgame. Like, you don't okay. really like. It's Spider Man is irrelevant to the conversation of the film minus like one scene. Mm -hmm. That's it. And that to me was the most disappointing part of Dr. Strange, but that's where I'm leaving. Interesting. Yeah. What else we got? And like, I I don't want to lead you too far. Oh, you want to speak of disappointments? I bought fall guys in January (laughs) and you're not the first person to laugh at me for that. Well, no, I'm not laughing at you because you bought it. I'm just laughing that you're so upset about it, but you bought it like five months ago. Yeah. And like now if it's you, free for everybody. On no, but if you bought platform. it, if you bought it like last week, I could see you being upset, but I asked you, did you get your money's worth for it? And you said, yes, I'm, I could still be pissed, but like, I am thing excited is, that it's I have, coming out on switch. So that's sick. Yeah, that'll be fun. I have pretty much almost all of the PlayStation four slash five games that are coming to the new PlayStation plus platform, whatever. Like, sure. It sucks, but I didn't know six plus six to 12 months ago when I bought them that it was going to be free eventually. Well, I mean, you, you should be trained now that Microsoft (laughs) does this to you so often. Um, Well, Microsoft does it, but Sony don't didn't expect it from them. Let's talk about, PlayStation Plus and where it's at now. I think they've done a little bit of an about face, but they have. I still like, and I've said this constantly about Game Pass because once you've given up your ability to get it cheap, you have to pay full price. So if you're willing to pay for two brand new games at the beginning of your year to get a year's worth, then you're golden. Mm-hmm. It's one charge on your credit card or your PayPal, and you're good. But I've been reading through this Sony stuff, especially with the addition of Ubisoft Plus, and it looks like EA Play is also going to be free for them as well. Uh, or I thought EA Play was going to be part of just standard PlayStation Plus, but I, oh, I, I can't know. tell. I, Everything's so confusing. Yeah, it's still all over the place. I'm no more excited than I was before. I have no idea what I'm supposed to pay. I've already paid for a year. 
in January. I guess I could upgrade it. But I just don't know, man. I see, have like, no if you idea. upgrade, you're not necessarily saving any money. You're just paying the difference of for the year, right? Yeah. Um, they announced a game lineup for all three tiers, I guess. Well, not really. The PlayStation Plus Essential is just like the current PlayStation Plus. So, is, is that the link you sent me? Yeah, it's in. It's in the off the official PlayStation blog. So uh, the PlayStation plus essentials is the same as what PlayStation plus is. Now you get online play cloud storage and a few free games per month. Now part of the PlayStation plus extras or premium and deluxe. There's how many tiers are there? Dude. And they did it backwards. They, they want you to read the best one. And then they're like, oh, we're going to finish the article with Essential. <laughs> Fuck off. So they are releasing a collection of games from PlayStation Studios uh, and third-party publishers as part of the game selection or the library for the PlayStation Plus Extra slash Premium. Um, some notable ones... Because a lot of these were also part of the PlayStation Plus Essentials lineup for PlayStation 5. So a lot of these games have already been free or whatnot. But uh, a few notable ones, Demon's Souls, the remake of that, Death Stranding, uh, and then Death Stranding Director's Cut for PS5. Um, what was... Where was... Um, Spider-Man, Miles Morales... Um, Returnal. That was like a big one because that one just came out and they just released a big update for that one too. I guess the game didn't just come out. It came out a year ago, <laughs> if you believe it. Yeah. Um, Returnal is finally out on there. All the Last of Us games, all the Uncharted games. So like some pretty decent first party or PlayStation published games. Uh, and then included with the playstation plus what is that was it? plus this an is... extra that's extra and premium those game titles mm-hmm. um so people who have playstation plus extra also have access to ubisoft plus classics um which is a separate subscription thing but it's included in the playstation plus extra so that gives you access to a bunch of other third-party games so all these assassin's creed games like the batman arkham knight even though that's wb games far cry um for honor like a lot of these games again were free at some point or you've been able to play them on playstation it's not the whole thing either like so that's the thing is like these are little i they're obviously going to expand this right they just released this list just to gives people something to talk about and say, okay, you know what? I'm okay with this. Like I out of the list of the games that are coming for PlayStation from PlayStation studios, really the only one that I'm really interested in playing is Returnal because I I'm interested in it, but I don't want to pay for it Um, out out of all these games though. It's like, it's not really worth me. If I was on the fence on whether or not I wanted to either subscribe completely or upgrade, it's still not enough to justify. But like, what does your standard PS plus have right now? 
just online like what, play and then the f- like two free games a month. So that's the essentials then, right? Yeah, yeah. And like cloud storage and But like you could have you could have thrown us a little bone like mm-hmm. premium. Okay, so the difference between premium and um what do they call it extra? Mhm. is very very widespread. <laughs> like no returnal, as you said, but you get what three, six, eight third party games. No, and, like no, no. looking through the studios games. You so don't for get PlayStation that- Plus Extra, so the there's three or is it tiers. all those games plus the so premium? All of these games that they've announced are part of the second priced tier. So the second level of the PlayStation Plus subscription, you get access to these PS4 and PS5 games. Now, you have to be a subscriber to those to get the ones for Ubisoft Studios. Now, if you're in the premium, which is the highest tier, you also get access to the classic games catalog, which allows you to play uh, original PlayStation games and some PSP games. Now, I'm pretty sure if I if I am correct, um, I think you can download them and play them by Yeah. So you can download versions of them. Now, the cool thing that they're doing, and I think this is for anyone who, uh, regardless of what tier you're in, when they release games, uh, like PlayStation classic games and PSP games, if you've already purchased them separately on your PS3, then you can download them at no extra cost on the PS five, which is actually kind of a, a nice thing to do because you know, how frustrating would it be to if, if for people, and I have a lot of PlayStation one games that I downloaded on my PS three. If I had to be subscribed just to be able to play those on my PS five, even though they're available, like if it's, something that I've paid for already, but it's now stuck behind a, uh, a subscription cost. I'd be pretty annoyed from that. Um, 100%. They've, they've also added. So like some of these classic games that they've have, uh, ape, ape escape, hotshot golf, siphon filter, worms, Armageddon. Great um, game. Great yeah. game. Then they have remasters. They have, some remasters so dark cloud games hot shots tennis jack 2 jack 3 jack and dexter rogue galaxy uh then we got bioshock remastered borderlands the handsome collection like i know those a lot of these came out uh on ps4 already but now in addition playstation plus premium so the highest tier gets essentially the equivalent of what PlayStation now is you get uh, access to game streaming of the, their PS three catalog. And I'm sure the PS five is capable of properly emulating PS three games, but Sony is what we call lazy when it comes to uh, backwards compatibility. So a little bit, all the PS three games that are in the library, you can just stream them. Um, and in my experience, streaming them has not been very good. So where I'll leave it or where I want to ask you, I guess the final question is where if you're in the store right now or you're, I guess, sitting in your ca- at your, your couch trying to make a decision, where do you feel comfortable 
put in your money right now. What what's your, what's your comfort level of going premium or extra or essential? What's what's your comfortability right now? Well, it really depends on like the the game offerings and which ones you want to play, right? Like if there are if you take the cost of of the subscription and then if there are enough games to justify subscribing so say you want to buy or play 10 games out of the collection and if each one of those is 20 to 40 dollars then sure the sale price of the highest tiered subscription if that's what you need to pay to be able to play those games is worth it um for me if I wasn't already, cause I have a PlayStation now subscription and I have like PlayStation plus for the next like four years. So I'm going to get, as far as I understand, I'm going to get upgraded to the highest tier for the duration of my longest running subscription. So until like 2024, 2025, something like that. But if I wasn't in that spot, I would not bother with the premium plan because I don't care so much about the streaming of ps3 games i didn't really do that to begin with with my playstation now subscription um the games that are included in the the uh i don't know the ps4 and ps5 catalog as of right now it's not enough for me to justify because the only game that i really want to play is returnal and i can get that on sale for like 30 bucks Everything else I can buy on sale for really cheap. So I would rather spend, you know, $5 and buy a used copy of Until Dawn than subscribe to this higher price service just to be able to play it, right? It's... Yeah, like, I don't know. My... My big thing right now is I pay for Game Pass and I don't use all of Game Pass. Like looking Mm -hmm. at my Xbox right now, I think I have three games on it right now that are from Game Pass and they would be like Guardians, MLB The Show, and I want to say Halo. So everything else is just like stuff I've purchased. Now I have to say though, Game Pass's cloud streaming is so much better than Sony's that it does make it really easy to try out a game on game pass to see if you like it enough to download it and play it. Yeah. Right. But Sony's is just like it, it works, but I find that it's just, I don't know. The technology is just not on par. Now, one interesting thing that does that is included in the PlayStation plus premium is uh, f- game trials. So kind of like, um, Kind of like what Nintendo does every so often. They have like free weekends. Essentially what this means is what it'll say the time limited game trial benefit will enable you to try select games before you buy. After downloading the trial of the full game, you can play it for two hours for most games. The playtime counter only counts while you are in the game. It's a great way to try games before you decide to buy and any trophies and game saves data from the trial period will carry forward. If you purchase a game. Uh, so what's, and and I remember reading that all first party titles are going to have uh, game trials. Yeah, which is going to be huge. That's that's one thing that uh, 
Well, I guess Microsoft doesn't really need that because all their first party titles uh, or their their Microsoft owned company games um, they get released on Game Pass anyways. But really, out of these ones, these are the games that are released or available for time trials. Uh, Uncharted Legacy of Col- Thieves Collection, Horizon Forbidden West, which is the only one that's like fairly new that I think a lot of people want to try out. Uh, Cyberpunk 2077, you can buy that game for like $10. <laughs> Farming Simulator 2022, well, that's coming to Game Pass anyways. Tiny Tina's Wonderland, that's already on Game Pass. And WWE 2K22. Wait a second. Are you sure Tiny Tina is already on Game Pass? Or did I get it on PlayStation Plus? Yeah, there's 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 no way it is already on Game Pass. Recently added. Uh, wow, Jurassic Park Evolution 2 is on there? Damn. And NBA 2K22 games ass. No, it's not on here. Which one was free? Tiny Tina was Wonderland might have been for PlayStation. Uh, there's something, I swear to God, there's a, a Tiny Tina, something or that, or on Epic, the Epic Game Store. I don't know. There's too many game stores with like too many free games that come out because they just want you to use their platforms, right? Mm-hmm. Anyways, which one would you go for? Like based off of this list, like if you were, if you didn't already have PlayStation Plus, right? Um, and you were trying to decide what are you going to do for the year? Is it worth you upgrading or paying for the higher tier one or or not the price points is what's interesting to me and i say that as somebody who owns physically two playstation games i own um death loop and i own spider-man but i got the spider-man collection so i got both of them mm-hmm. i have a few digital games that i've purchased but they've really just solidified the fact that i never have to purchase a playstation game again at least with my Xbox, I know sometimes I'm going to want to add a case to to the shelf. If it's a game that I really want or I want to like support the developer, mm-hmm. I'm going to go buy it. Like I, I'm, as much as we hate talking about my my love hate relationship with EA and NHL, I typically buy those games, especially if it's like players that I like on the front. Like I bought the the last NHL because I didn't buy it physical; I bought it digital. But I bought the last one with a leaf on it because I did. Um. At the end of the day, and I'm just looking over at my Xbox games right now. The latest physical game I have is probably Battlefield. And I was given that as a gift or Far Cry. Again, a gift. I have no need to purchase games anymore because they're streaming services. There's something I want at the very launch of something, then I'll buy it. Like Elden Ring was an example. And I didn't end up buying that anyways. Or Lego Star Wars. I wanted that before it was streamable. Is it streamable? No, but like you could buy it digitally. If I want something bad enough, I'll buy it on launch. Yeah, but that's true. See, I I've the de- last I've game that I bought. Patience that you have. The last game that I bought on launch was Lego Star Wars, just because I wanted that in my collection. Yeah. The only issue now, and we've talked about this before, and there's going to be some food for thought as we wind down our show, is with DRM, you don't own these games you're renting these games from a service yeah granted you're paying probably the equivalent of two games which is about 160 dollars a year in most cases and that's canadian before taxes 
Sure. You're dropping uh, a two game investment at the beginning of the year to get whatever games are available. Sony's not offering first party launches right away. Not to our knowledge. Like they, they've kind of like hinted at it, but do you think Thor mm-hmm. Ra- or Thor Ragnarok God of War Ragnarok is going to drop on these PlayStation services. You guys are fucking nuts. There's going to be a two hour free trial because they want people to try the game and get hooked and then play it. And, and I can tell it, you sorry. right now, there is no way in hell games like that or The Last of Us 3, whenever it drops, all these like first party PlayStation games, no way do they drop right away. No. But no. Microsoft, because they make so much money on Game Pass through their own products and the rental fees of like like games like the show, they don't care. And like they're making money on all these microtransactions. Having the show come over to Xbox was the greatest thing they've ever done. They put it on Game Pass right away. Don't charge people for that. Charge people for the rental service. And then they make money on every microtransaction. Smart. Well, that's, that's the thing, though, is like Microsoft implemented this first they were the one that and if you look at how game pass has evolved originally it was just going to be a library of 100 games right well now there's way more than 100 games on there and they don't necessarily um they don't rotate them out as often as they said that they would right and the number of games on there is constantly growing and they've they've increased the value of the service so much that Sony right now is uh, is trying to play catch up. I don't think Sony can. No, definitely not. Unless Sony starts releasing their first party titles or like de- their games developed by their studios day one for free, including the service, they will still always be in second place. This even Nintendo has better game trials, like free game weekends for some of their big games, right? Like, and well, Nintendo doesn't like have Splatoon. Sa- yeah, Nintendo doesn't even have sales <laughs> that that bring their games down to uh, as cheap as what you can get, you know, first party games on Xbox or PlayStation, right? But, but you're forgetting one very important thing about Nintendo: their users are loyal and stupid. Hey, now it's true. Not necessarily. Not, I wouldn't say stupid because when you're not given the option for anything else, you're, you're kind of limited, right? I guess you, I guess it is feasible to say you can take what you can get. But if you look at a game, like, I don't know, Mario Kart, (laughs) this game released on the Wii U in, I want to say 2014. That that. seems about accurate. They've since ported Mario Kart 8 and made it Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. And they, when they did port that, they just brought it over with all the DLC it currently had. Mm-hmm. Fast forward a few years later, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe was a launch title, was it not? Or was it shortly after for the Switch? It, it was a launch title for the Switch. That's even more disgusting because it's like five years into its life cycle. Mm-hmm. Four years? How was the Switch? Four or five? Like almost seven. It was like 2015 when it came out. No way. Maybe no. 2017. 2017 or 2018. When did I get it? Fuck. That that just made me feel bad. 
2017. That's when it came okay. out. March so 3rd. Not, not as bad as your 2015. <laughs> <clears throat> so they released it or re-released it, quote unquote, as a launch title for the Nintendo Switch. Now, fast forward to we're still waiting for installment two of eight of the Speed Pass that everybody paid for and nobody's getting the payoff. And that is going to run in its course until 2023. The like the middle to end of 2023. Mm-hmm. Guys. If we keep playing Mario Kart and keep paying into this game, we are never going to get a new one until the Nintendo Swanch comes out. Well, or- the, the thing is, is Nintendo has already solidified that we're not getting another one because of this uh, expansion pass. Right. Like they are the ones that set the timeline for this. And the thing is, is they had the plans anyways that they're going to do it. If only 100 people paid for the expansion pass, they still were just going to continue on with their timeline. Right. They haven't they don't have plans for a new Mario Kart game until Nintendo Switch successor comes out. And it's unfortunate because by now we should have had another console version of mario kart that is not mario kart 8 and the thing is is like we know that they're investing in these tracks development and and bringing these older classic tracks that have been on all the other games in the previous mario kart series to mario kart 8 they could have just done that and put that into mario kart 9 right as as like a bonus right like so it's just like Nintendo is putting their their development time into different things. It doesn't quite make sense. Yeah, Metroid. Are they? <laughs> no, I don't know. <laughs> we haven't heard anything about that since they apologized and uh, said that they had to restart from scratch. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's unfortunate that we're not going to get a, a decent Mario Kart game again for a while. Or ever. That's what I feel. Now I'm sad. But sometimes frowns get turned upside down and turned into smiles. And that's what we hope that happened to you guys today. You smiled. You laughed a little bit with us. You marveled at how David and I somehow still have a podcast that entertains you guys at a pretty rapid rate. And we're thankful for you. We truly are. With that being said, for myself and David. He's so cool. He thinks. <laughs> you know we it. Wanna, we <laughs> want to thank you all for listening, and we'll catch you on the next episode of the Scene On Screen Podcast.